Hello, everybody. Anton Crelly here, and welcome back to the e-commerce lifestyle podcast. We have two new episodes that come out every single week, and they are all designed to help e-commerce store owners to increase their revenue, automate their operations, and become the authority in their niche. Now, today's episode is going to help you to increase your revenue. And what we're going to be talking about is taking a already good email marketing campaign and putting the thing on steroids, getting it to that next level and getting it results that it can't just get when it lives inside of your email autoresponder. Now, little uh, caveat here, this is going to work if you already have successful email campaigns. If you don't, I would highly recommend you check out my program, The Dropship Blueprint. I'll post a link in this podcast description. I have multiple email trainings on all the different flows we're gonna be talking about that give you copy and paste templates that will make this a lot easier. Just keep that in mind. This works in addition to. This takes the foundation and puts it on steroids. It supercharges it. So, by the way, I hope this doesn't get like flagged by talking about steroids so much, we'll see. If it has uh, like 300 views, we'll know why. But here's the deal, guys. When it comes to email marketing, right? Whenever we have a new flow start, meaning a sequence of emails, it starts by a trigger. So something will happen that will trigger the emails to start sending to the subscriber. So some of the most common triggers that pretty much everybody uses in their business and their email marketing are a new lead. So maybe somebody opts in for a newsletter or for a lead magnet or for a free giveaway. Somebody opts in, it triggers this email sequence to start sending to them. Or you have a new customer, so somebody buys. Okay, great. You send them a post-purchase flow, thanking them for their order, sending them tracking information, asking for reviews, asking for referrals, all that good stuff happens in that email flow. You can have an abandoned cart, huge money maker here. Somebody starts to check out, they don't finish their purchase. That triggers that email flow to start sending, and you have a series of emails designed to bring that person back and turn them into a customer. And then you have a new promotion in our business is we run monthly promotions. When we do that, we simply apply a tag that triggers an email flow to start and take the contact, meaning the lead, through the series of emails. Again, everybody should be doing these things. This adds at least 30% to our monthly revenues. And the beauty of it is it comes from people that are just already on our email lists, right? This isn't us spending money to acquire new leads. These are things that get triggered with leads that are already coming into the business. And for us, again, it tacks on at least 30% of additional monthly revenue. Okay. That is the basics, right? But how do we get this on steroids? How do we supercharge it? Well, as you will know, if you currently run email marketing in your business, no matter how good these emails are in your flows, no matter how great your subject lines are, no matter how great the copy is, no matter how high quality of a list you have, you probably know that when you're emailing a lot of people, at best, you're probably seeing a 50% open rate meaning half the people you email actually open the email. And of course, the amount of people that click it from there drops off. But the question is, right, why are only 50% of people, and like that's like best case scenario for most stores that have any decent sized email list, why are only 50% of people opening the emails? Well, in my opinion, it's because people, for one, are bombarded with email. I know for me, like I probably have I don't even know, hundreds of thousands of emails in my inbox because I stopped even looking at them years ago because people get emailed all day long, right? Does it mean you should stop emailing people? No. But what it means is that the messages you're sending, if they are still getting people to buy that are opening them, this is the way I think about it. What can we do to get that other 
50% of people or 60% of people or maybe 80% of people to see that message because we know the message converts because the people that do open, that do click, they buy. That's what adds so much revenue. So how do we get all those other people to buy? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this uh, podcast. Also, I should say this. If you're not familiar, I have a program and it's called The Best Thing I Learned. You could just go to thebestthingilearned.com. And every month there, I share the best thing I learned in marketing from the month before. So if you're a member of that program, you're probably familiar with this strategy because I shared it there. Um, I think it was 18 months ago. So you guys hopefully have been doing this and capitalizing on it for the past year and a half. And for anybody listening to this right now or watching this, that is not a member of The Best Thing I Learned, just go to thebestthingilearned.com. It's super inexpensive right now. We're doing a promotion. You can enroll for the price of like two cups of Starbucks. And again, this is something I shared there a year and a half ago. And every month I share something just like this. So The Best Thing I Learned, link below. But Back to this, what do we do to get these people that aren't opening our emails to see the message so we can turn them into customers? Well, we take whatever is in our emails and we turn them into a Facebook ad. So for every email we have in each of our flow, we make a Facebook ad. Now, ads, the way that we can format them on Facebook, are they exactly what they look like in terms of email? Well, no, because some emails might not have images and our Facebook ads, we want images. So maybe we'll need a custom image created. Uh, we, we don't have obviously the ability to use merge fields, like put people's names in ads. But what we do is we take the main theme of the email and pretty much all of the copy from it, meaning the words, and we put those into Facebook ads. Now that by itself, uh, you know, might sound like, okay, well, yeah, that, that makes sense, right? I'm going to have an ad that matches what I'm sending in the email because the email makes money. Why don't I have an ad that does the same thing? Now that is, I guess, the, the, the easier to comprehend part. The part where it gets a little bit more complex is how do you make sure the right people are seeing these ads? Because if somebody's in an abandoned cart flow, for example, they just abandoned their cart a day ago, how do you make sure that person that received that email, email one, the first abandoned cart email, how do you make sure that they're seeing that Facebook ad that is synced with that email? Because that is the key. Like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, if you're a member of the Dropship Blueprints, if you use our email templates, you already have great emails, you know those messages work, but how do you sync them with the ads so the same people are seeing them every time? So there's two different ways you can do this, and well, two different ways that, that I should say we do it. There's probably more ways with systems that we don't use, but what I'll share is how we do it because that's what I know. So let's go to a different color here for everybody watching this. And I'll just take you through first the, the Facebook campaign structure, how we set this up, and then how we get people to be in the correct audiences. So in Facebook ads, if you're not familiar with Facebook ads, again, I teach all this stuff in detail. I'm assuming for everybody watching this or listening to this, you know how Facebook ads work. But you have the campaign, right? So let's just use the new abandoned cart example here, and we'll make a Facebook ad campaign, and we will name that campaign uh, we'll just call it AC, right? Abandoned cart. Now in a campaign, you create ad sets. That's how Facebook ads work. So we have our campaign named AC for abandoned cart. And now we're going to have an ad set. And the first ad set we're going to make that lives in that campaign is going to be called email one. Now we're going to make a 
campaigns. Email one, we're going to make a second ad set in our abandoned cart campaign in Facebook, and that's going to be called email two. And then we're going to, we have a lot more. I think we have nine emails in our abandoned cart flow, but we have three in this example. So we'll make another ad set and that ad set will be called email three. So now we have our campaign with three ad sets in it. And inside of each ad set is where you make your ads, right? So in the email one ad set, we have ad one. In email two ad set, we have ad two. And then ad three for email three. Again, the ads that we make are the, the closest we can do to modeling what we have in the emails. So now we have the Facebook ad campaign set up. We have them synced as far as the, the messaging to the emails. But then the question becomes, how do we get the people that are currently in our email flows that are seeing these emails to see these messages at the right time? Now we do this through custom audiences. If uh, you're familiar with Facebook ads and targeting, custom audiences are one way you can target people. Custom audiences are audiences that you create, you define who is in them. This can be a list of people that took specific actions on your site. This can be an email list of email subscribers. Uh, it could be, there's, there's a bunch of different ways, but it, it could be people that like engaged with your Facebook page or your Instagram page or liked it. So a bunch of different ways you can get people in, but not the point of this, uh, this episode. The point is, how do we get these people in here? I'll first tell you if you're using a, uh, an email autoresponder, like uh, let's say Infusionsoft, for example, which we use for some of our businesses, the way we do it there is by using Zapier. And if you're not familiar with Zapier, it's a little bit advanced. I have full trainings on it in module seven of the Dropship Blueprint, but it just lets you basically connect different platforms together. And what we do is create zaps that work through what are known as HTTP posts. And I already know, like I, I could hear you through the, uh, I could hear you through the, the 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 camera here that I'm talking to. People are like, what, okay, it was making sense up to now, but what is an HTTP post? Uh, I promise you, like I'm not a technical person, I'm not a coder. Basically, they give you a little line of code that you copy and paste. So I'm not. This isn't a technical walkthrough. This is just you know how we do it, like an overview. You could figure it out. I promise you, you don't need a to have an engineering degree, and you don't need to be a programmer to figure this out. Okay, and if I could do this, anybody can. But with the Infusionsoft method, we use HTTP posts, and as people are moving through the flows in Infusionsoft, we have this post trigger a URL and the URL knows to take the individual contact. So here's the person. And when that person goes through the flow and they hit the HTTP post, it will know to put them in to a custom audience. So I'll just put CA for custom audience. And that custom audience in this case would be called email one. Now, where does that come into Facebook? The custom audience called email one is an audience that is created now in Facebook, right? That's how this integration works. When that happens, when we go back to our ad set level for email one, we get to choose on Facebook at the ad set level who we want to target, meaning who do we want to see the, the ads that live in this ad set? Well, in this example, who would see it? It would be the custom audience called email one. That would be the targeting. Now, here we had our first HTTP post for email one. That means everybody gets put into this custom audience. They see the ad that syncs with email one. Then what happens? They go through this delay timer here of 24 hours. They go to email two. What happens there? Well, we're going to have another HTTP post. I can't talk now. HTTP post. And when this one gets triggered, it's going to tell Facebook, remove this person, the contact, 
from the custom audience called email, uh, custom audience email one, and it's gonna put them into CA email two. And when that happens, guess what? They're put in here into the second ad set and they see the ad that is synced with that ad set. So that is how we can do this. This is how we can sync it across all of our emails. Basically, we have different flows, and obviously for all of our different campaigns, whether it be somebody that's a new lead, right, that just opted in for something, a new customer, a new abandoned cart, a new promotion. And when we do that, as we're setting these things up in advance, we create the custom audiences for each ad set. We create the Facebook ad campaign and the ad sets and the ads that match our emails. And as soon as people start going through, they just automatically go through and move along and they're seeing the synced message. So that way, instead of best case scenario, having 50% of people open our email, now with very small budgets for these ad sets, we can have almost everybody reached, closer to a 70%, 80%, sometimes 90% match rate, where the people that we want to see our messages now can see them. Um, I'll say one more thing, because this is like, you know, the HTTP, HTTP post is uh, like something that we do with Infusionsoft. For everybody out there that is listening to this or watching this that uses Klaviyo, in Klaviyo, in each flow, you can also sync with custom audiences. So you can do this through Klaviyo, not natively, but closer natively, where you're choosing which audience, Facebook audience, the, the flow will fall into. And then what you can do is have people based on timers, like a 24 hour timer, go out of one audience and then get added to another one. So that I'm not going to explain the tech technicality. It's not Again, it's not complex. If I could do it, anybody could do it. It's something you might spend a day or two figuring out, but it's something that once you set up, it lasts forever and it keeps running in the background and it keeps making your business more and more money. Now, again, I wanna say a couple things before we wrap this up. First, if you got value, give it a like, leave a review. It means a lot. Leave a comment if you can, letting me know what you took away from this or in general, if you just got value. Also, we've got messages recently. My team's been sharing these in our private Slack channel from a bunch of people that joined Dropship Lifestyle that already had successful stores that are now at much higher levels than they've ever been at. So I do wanna make this clear in this episode just for everybody out there that maybe already is up and running and has a profitable store that hasn't enrolled in our flagship program, the Dropship Blueprint, because you think, well, I already have a store doing 100K a month, 200K a month. Listen, the, the Blueprint is designed to take beginners to profitability, so it'll help somebody with no experience, but there are so many things in there that even as an advanced store owner, you will learn that can easily just increase and blow out of the water your previous results. So don't think I'm in there, you know, teaching people the only basics of the basics. We start in a way that can help everybody, but the techniques I share, the tips that I share, and the actual screen shares where I show you how to do all this stuff can take anybody's store that's already profitable to a whole different level. So just keep that in mind for anybody out there, again, that's already making this stuff work, but uh, wants to get to that next level, the Dropship Blueprint can definitely help you do that. So that's it for today's episode, guys. As always, I hope you got value. If you did, again, give it a like, leave a review, leave a comment. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and I will be back on Monday for the next episode. See everybody.